going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh-huh, uh-huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Communion with Christ protects us from danger seen and what? Man, you've heard that in many songs. Protecting you from dangers that you can see and things that you cannot see. Psalms 121 and 8. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy what? Coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So the Lord is watching out for you. For the things that you cannot see. And it's very important that we understand our vision and how much we need Christ to guide us from the things or to the things that we need and away from the things that are bad for us. Amen. Amen. How many of you, once you really got to the church and began listening to messages messages and things, you discovered some things that were bad for you that you didn't even know? How many of you? Yeah, you learned it in here. You learned it because communing with Christ, coming and hearing the word will show you things that are in your life that are in your way. There are things in your life that's blocking your progress, blocking your prayers. And you need to consult Christ about it. Now, when he talks to you about it, you better be ready. Don't be stubborn. How are you going to be stubborn with the Lord? Oh, well, Lord, no, I'm not ready to let that go yet. You might die. Y'all saw the dude praying to the Quran. Y'all see that? He was praying, reading, and singing the Quran and died. Like in, a, in the middle of a word. Just dying. That's a terrible way to go. Ooh, man. Lord have mercy. That's terrible. You singing to a false god and die. Amen. He shouldn't have been doing that. Amen. But we need to know. We need Christ to show us. There are things before you got in here that you did all the time. As soon as you heard the word, you should have taken heed and changed it. Amen? Make sure, hey man, that's not that important. That's not important enough. I need to remove that. Or that person's not important enough. I need to remove them. You know nobody's that important. Hey man, I don't go home and see talking to your husband. See, pastor said, you ain't that important. You in my way of the Lord. (laughs) That's not what I said. I'm talking about some old friends and old just folks in your life. They parked their car in the lot of your life and just sitting there. Car on bricks. 
Yeah, yeah, that's not important enough. When God shows you that there's danger there, and the danger may not be for you. It may be for your husband or your wife or your children. They may have been a good friend, but they, they may mess your kids up. She may be your homegirl, but she might have eyes for your man. Yikes. Amen. So you better listen to the Lord because he knows everything. The temporal things that we may desire now could be detrimental to our future and our children's future. So temporary things, things that we, how many of you got some things that you want? They on your Instagram. Things you want, don't put them on your Instagram. That, that's not going to make it come any quicker. But there are things you want. There are things you desire. Amen? Some of you men, you desire a raise. Now talk to the Lord about it. But you can't talk to the Lord and miss work. Yeah, man, whenever men come with me and say, man, I'm just, I'm just going to quit this job. Ooh. No. Don't quit. Don't quit. Amen. The Lord can move you up in the same company. The Lord could give the person over you, give you their job. It's the Lord. Don't. See, when you quit, you're a quitter. Yeah, but it's hard. Life. I don't want to do it no more. Neither do I. But we have to keep doing it. Hey, look at somebody say, don't quit. Don't quit. Following Christ protects us from things that are harmful for our future. Following Christ. So when you consult Christ, Christ's going to tell you not to quit. Yeah, most of the time he's going to tell you, don't quit. And you know how he's going to tell you? Through me. <laughs> he don't have to say nothing. I already said it. I said it for him. Don't. No, you need to think about that. Man, you got a family. You got children. Man, you better put pump the brakes. Think this through. Get some counsel. Amen. Man, I don't know why I'm on this, but I'm on it. You need to ask somebody. You need a group of men to talk to. Because no matter what happens to the family, God's going to hold the man responsible. Matthew 6 and 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from what? From evil. And this is a prayer, and I, t I tell y'all that all the time, but this is a prayer that I'm telling you this prayer works so good. If you talk to the Lord and say, Lord, lead me not into temptation. That means don't let me do anything. Don't let me go anywhere that you don't want me to go. Do anything you don't want me to do. Anything that will tempt me, God, lead me away from it. I love the way Jesus said it. Jesus told the devil, said, look, get behind me. In other words, I'm not following you. I'm not letting you lead me. Get behind me. Amen. So we need to pray, Lord, lead me not into temptation. Lead me away from it. Deliver me from what? Evil. For the kingdom is yours, the power and the glory. So you're the one that can do this. So get me away from the things that are tempting me. Amen. Most of us wouldn't even sin if we would stay away from the atmosphere of sin. It's the atmosphere. It's what you got in front of you. It's where you're going. It's where you keep putting yourself. You put yourself in that situation and then want the Lord to get you out. You need to pray before you get there. Amen. When you're getting dressed and putting on your clothes, you need to be talking to the Lord. Because he's watching. 
Bro, why you got all them gold chains on? Where you going, son? That's what the Lord is saying. Where you going with all them gold chains and all that cologne? And the shirt all open down to the third button. Where you going, boy? You know the Lord want to say that. Well, Lord, I just, you know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's Friday and uh, I just got paid. And when you're in that situation, you ain't playing no gospel music in the background while you're getting dressed. You got to turn off Fred Hammond. You done turned on Freddie Jackson. That's another Fred singer. Hey, man, you turned off Shirley Caesar. Now you playing Shirley Murdoch. <laughs> ain't that something? You creating an atmosphere to go just mess up. Getting ready. But I need your help, Lord. Amen. I'm in the middle of it. I need your help. Only the Lord can get you out. Oh, don't try to act too saved like you ain't never been there. Amen. You dialed the phone numbers and didn't put the other three in. Or you got all the numbers in there ready to hit send. You need help. When we follow after Christ, we can avoid actions that may lead to compromise and what? Spiritual failures, because you always feel bad when you fail spiritually. Don't you feel bad when you fail spiritually? What is wrong with y'all? Don't you feel bad when you... Amen. Come on. Don't you wish you could move the failure feeling to before you do it? It better if you could do that, you'd be just a holy roller. You'd never mess up feel so bad afterwards. Well, the reason why I didn't feel like that before is because you wasn't communing. You ready to commune after. Oh, Jesus, I feel your presence. Oh, Rushata. What happened to the chains and the cologne and the Freddie Jackson? You don't know parts of it now. Oh, I'll tear all these records out of my collection. I... <laughs> well, if you could... <laughs> records... But if you commune with Christ prior, then you won't find yourself in that situation. Amen. This is, this is a, yes, this is a holiness message. Amen. Because holiness without what? No man shall see the Lord. First Peter 4 and 2. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to what? So, He's saying that you no longer live the rest of your time in the flesh. That means that we're going to live our time to the will of God. So we're going to follow after Christ and avoid situations that lead to compromise and spiritual failures. Amen. We focus on the present because our vision is relative. So that's why we always want what we see. Our vision is relative. It's based on what we're seeing at that moment. However many light milliseconds it takes for your eyes to focus on something, that's as quick as you desire it. That's our vision. We have that vision. It's linear. That means we see as time progresses. We can't, we can't skip time and see. Amen? We see linearly. But God sees eternally. He sees everything. He knows everything. Our minds can't even fathom this stuff. It's so deep, but we don't, we don't see the same way. So, because we see things relatively, we want things. 
But the eternal plan for our lives can only be seen by the one that, what? Created us. So our, our vision is so messed up because we can only see based on our time. We have to trust in a greater power to see the unseen. Amen? So that we don't end up somewhere in our lives that God doesn't want us. Amen. Revelation 1 and 8, God says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come. The Almighty. He's all-encompassing everything. Alpha and Omega is everything. That's the beginning and the end. That's everything. So why wouldn't you want to get close to the one that knows your future? If he knows your future, he can help you with your future. Help you make the right decisions. Amen. Help you marry the right person. Help you get the right job. Amen. If you had the right job, you wouldn't be trying to quit all the time. Amen. And God can help you get the right job. Most of the time, the right job is not even what one that you've considered because you don't know any better. You don't know you better than God knows you. But when you trust God, he'll put you somewhere. And years later, you'll be talking about, man, I would have never thought that this is something that I would have wanted to do. And man, I love this job because he knows what's best for you. Amen. And when the Lord called me to pastor, I was kicking and screaming. I was like, no way, no, because I grew up under pastor, so I knew what Carrie and all of that was. I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm, that's not me. And I, I mean, I was kicking and screaming. I would tell my wife. It was, I mean, it was just, oh, but now I actually love pastoring. I do. You know why? Because I love y'all. Yeah. I never thought I would even like people. I'm serious. I, a, I was really homophobic. Homophobic is fear of people, not homosexuals. How are you going to be homophobic without the word sexual and then say that it has something to do with sex? No, homo is human. I had a fear of humans. Literally, I didn't want to get close to nobody. I didn't trust nobody. I didn't want to know nobody. I just want to come preach and leave town. But now that I've gotten to know people, personalities, different things, I really enjoy it. Amen. Amen. So, but I would have never known that I had to follow God's course for me. He knew what was best for me. And he knows what's, look at somebody say, he knows what's best for you. But you got to commune with him. We get to where we don't want to let go of things because we're used to things. God has something better if you would just trust him. Now, he's not going to give it to you if you're still holding on. That's something he never does. You got to let go first to make room for it. Oh, God's going to always. He says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So if you ain't ready to step out on faith, then go on and do your own thing. Because God's going to make you do something to make sure he knows that you know that it's him. Yeah, so you're going to have to let go of it and trust him. Abraham's the best example. Abraham took his son Isaac up on the mountain. God went all the way till he raised a knife in the air to make sure you ain't just tripping. 
God could have stopped me at the bottom of the mountain. That's okay, Abraham. You're on your way up the mountain. No, no, bro. Get all the way up the mountain. Get on the altar. Get the knife in your hand. And let me stop you. Then I know you trust me. And I hate when preachers say, yeah, see, Abraham knew that there was a ramp. Now, Abraham didn't know that. Abraham was going to take his son's life. Got to look at somebody and say, you got to keep trusting him. And I hate when people say, but I've been trusting him. What? You don't understand. I've been praying. They keep praying. I've been waiting. Keep waiting. When we follow Jesus, we learn of him. His way contradicts the way of the world. Christ's plan guides us through the snares of this life. John 18, John 16 and 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will do what? Guide you into all truth. So, when you decide to do it God's way, he's going to guide you in truth. You will know the truth. You try to tell the truth to some people, and you're like, what? Huh? What? Because you were guided to that truth. <laughs> they don't know what you're talking about. Because they're still doing it their way. They have, no, they have no concept of trusting God like that. That's why it's so hard for you to try to explain it. For he shall not speak of himself, but whosoever he shall, um, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you what? Things to come. He is a lamp for our feet in dark places. Like a GPS, he can light our way and lead us to our right what? Destination. Where you're trying to go. And I tell a lot of people, they're like, man, I'm just praying for direction. Keep praying. You think you're going to pray for direction from God and not get it? But he ain't said nothing. Well, it's not time yet. It is time. Not according to him. If it was time, you'd know. Maybe he's testing your faith to see just how bad you want it. And we need to quit just making everything financial and all that. We need to quit making that spiritual. Hey, man, just work a job and don't buy stuff you can't afford. Then, uh, then you won't be singing, Jesus can't work it out. How are you going to pay the rent with all your money? That's stupid. Hey, man, why are all the African-American gospel songs always talking about Money and getting out of something and getting into something and oh, I, you know when you can't pay the rent and when you get the job. Wow, our songs talking about that. Amen. And then the, the 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 other color folks talking about how great God is and how wonderful He is and how mighty He is and how and how we talk. He's not mighty unless we can pay our rent when all our money spent. Why you spend it? Let's let's add that to the song. How you gonna pay the rent when you stupid and spend it? It's the remix. Just problem after problem. Oh, the Lord, oh, I need you because I just want you. <laughs> Quit being dumb. 
writing songs about how dumb you are. But you write some songs about the Lord. Man, if you would focus on the Lord, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be so dumb. They can't write about Christ if they don't commune with Christ. They don't know. They're writing about exactly what's going on. Rent. All way, every song. When the bills are due, he'll bless you. When the bills are due, Psalms 119 and 105. <laughs> the word is a lamp unto my what? To my feet. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a what? <laughs> Light unto my pathway. God is going to show me which way I need to go. Amen? Amen. So I need to commune with him so I can get to know him. Then I'll have songs about him. And they won't be about me. When I'm in the presence of the Lord, I'm not thinking about me. Our way will lead to our what? Demise. So, and, and don't be saying, well, they, what, what are we supposed to listen to? I mean, what do you want me to tell you? What's the answer to that? You're a grown person. When I first really got serious about the Lord, I went and got the Bible. I went and got those chick track comics and I wanted to learn about him. And I wanted to read about him and hear about him. Your way will lead to your demise. We cannot live our lives based on societal views, our, our people's opinion, other people's opinion, or our own flawed ideology. See, when people that, you know, people that little trained monkey and got to have something going all the time, that's who's teaching them. Everything that's going, that's where they're learning. So when they listen to the world's music, they're learning the world's ideology. When they stay on Facebook and stay on the internet all the time, you're learning what society thinks. Now you got it. Not only you in opposition of people you know, but you got folks you don't even know opposing you. And you worried about people you don't even know. You scared to post something because of people you don't know. And from our research, most of them aren't even real. They program bots to go and disagree with things that are godly. They're robots. They're not even human. And you scared to post how you feel about something. First of all, why do you even have to post how you feel? Just feel it. You don't ought to have a feeling. Have a feeling in your house. Oh, you just walking around. Oh, no, I got to say something. Oh, I got to get online and tell these folks. You're doing all of that and then three likes. You should have kept that to yourself. Get around some real humans. Humans will tell you about yourself. We cannot live our lives based on that. Proverbs 16 and 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto, unto a man, but the end thereof are what? Oh, folks think they got, yes, here's what I'm going to do, Pat. And I hate when they say this. When they come to me to tell me what they're going to do, I don't care. Now, if you come to me and want some help, or you come to me want some advice, or you come to me want to, you know, bounce something off and see, you know, we can just kind of come. Okay, but don't come and just tell me what you're going to do. I don't care. But see, here's the plan. See, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. And everything you're telling me is based on what society says. So I don't care. So you know what I'm going to say? Well, what's best, what's, what's best for you spiritually? What, what is Christ saying? What is the Lord saying? 
I'm required by my boss to only give his advice, not mine. So I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm telling you what is best for you spiritually based on what the word says. You're going to laugh at that? Okay, we'll see you in a couple of years. See how you're doing. But there's a way that seems right that people think is right. But the end is the ways of death. The word is the only light for our path. If we walk with Christ, then we will what? Always walk in the light. Ephesians 5 and 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye what? Light in the Lord. So do what? Walk as what? Walk as children of light. A warning signal always comes before destruction. If we are truly in communion with Christ, we can avoid the many consequences of going the wrong way. Y'all know the Lord will warn you. He'll wake you up in the middle of the night. He won't let you sleep. Trying to get your attention. Warning you. There's danger ahead. Psalms 84 and 11. For the Lord God is a what? He's a son and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that what? You know what walk up rightly means? You're not trying to hide from him. That's what that means. If you're walking up rightly, you're not hiding in the shadows. You walk up rightly, he's not going to withhold any good thing. You stay in his view and stay around him, he's going to talk to you and he's not going to withhold anything good. You miss the good stuff when you run from him and hide from him. So you can do what you want to do. Summary. So many today are making decisions that are harmful to their future. They quit jobs, quit good jobs, end marriages, neglect their children, buy things they can't afford, yoke up with people that are very bad for them. These decisions can hurt our progress in this life because our progress as believers should be solely based on what God what expects from us he expects our lives to reflect his way he expects men to work and provide for their families he expects marriages to last and children to have a fair chance in this life because of it he expects us to save money and not to spend what we do not have most importantly he expects us to allow him to choose those that belong in our lives and those that do not. Y'all know God wants to do that. He wants to lead you to the point to where he's leading you to some folks and away from some folks. Because he can't get you to the next place with that person in your life. All of these instructions come from communing with Christ. Christ is the word and the word can lead us in all of these areas. But when we take it upon ourselves to do things our, our way or the way of the world, we put ourselves in position to damage our future. Then when things get bad, oftentimes it feels too late to do anything about it. So we just claim Christ, but we never truly what? 
commune with them. Yeah, the church is overrun with this. People that feel that their situation is too bad for them to even apply the truth that they're hearing. So it's just claim Christ. Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm saved. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Really? So are you really listening to what the word is, is saying and applying it to your life? Well, man, you know, man, things are just so messed up now, dude. All I do is just pray. I just pray. So you're not going to try to fix it? No matter how bad things seem, we cannot give up on the one that created us. The plan that the Lord has for us must remain our primary focus. Only then can we live in peace and enjoy the blessings that he has for us all. Amen. Proverbs 19 and 21, just one scripture. There are many plans in a person's mind. Y'all got plans? We all had plans. Some of us that are older, Elder Ted is 50, right? He's still 50. 51? 51. When he was 20, he had probably had some different plans in his mind, especially at 21. I know I did. We all have plans at 21. Many other plans in a person's mind. But it is the counsel of the Lord that's going to what? Stand. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.